Hi, this is Michael Shalingo, and you're listening to One Montbill Unites. So, um, today's episode, we're talking with Marianne Henry and Alexandria Sarah, President and Vice President of the Montville Women's Club. Um, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about um, uh, Marianne and Alexandria and their roles uh, within the uh, Women's Club, the mission and the purpose of the Women's Club, and a little bit about some of the events and meetings that they have. We'll talk about their current activities and uh, get some of their thoughts on International Women's Day and Women's History Month. Good evening, ladies. How are you? Great. How are you? How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. So I'm glad to have you on the on the podcast. I'm really excited to talk about International Women's Day and Women's History Month. They're they're great topics, and and March is uh, one of my favorite months because we kick off spring. <laughs> um, but before we talk about that stuff, um, tell me tell me a little bit about you guys. Um, how did you guys get involved with the Montville Women's Club? Well, I myself have been uh, a member for 20 years. And because of a member who already was in the club, who was a neighbor, and she introduced me to the club initially. And because I was working so much, uh, my husband had a construction business, and then I worked in the accounting field. And then I got involved with the volunteer. And of course, now I have more time for it because I'm working per diem. So I have more time for the volunteer in the community. But I do enjoy it. I've been an officer for almost the entire 20 years. I've done the whole gamut. I've been president, vice president, second vice president, treasurer, so and some of the other uh, categories that we have, which they have recently changed. We used to have something called home life. Now it's called civic engagement. So mm. it's been a little bit rough for some of the ladies remembering that what it was and what it is. But we do a lot of great things and uh, I give it all my heart and soul because I thoroughly enjoy it. And I joined in uh, 2012 mm-hmm. after my my parents, who were with us for many years, passed away. I was full time employee in a school system as a speech pathologist. And I had a lot of professional friends, friends from my church, women friends. But I was looking for encountering, interacting with uh, other women who were like-minded and were looking to do volunteer work in the community. So um, Alexandria got me to be vice president for this year. Mm-hmm. She roped me into this job. I'm enjoying it. We work well together. Um, and I've, I've met some really wonderful women, made some wonderful relationships and learned about some community um, situations and as, as well as national and international um, organizations that we have worked to um, support and to, you know, embrace. So it's been, it's been very rewarding in terms of meeting other people, um, developing friendships and also developing skills about how to manage, manage other people and manage um, events and sponsorships and that. Leadership comes with civic engagement a lot. I find that um, I use a lot of the the leadership skills that I've developed in my years in, in professional working um, in my volunteer work with One Montville. And it's really, it's really nice to see that the volunteer organizations help people build those skills if they don't have them. 
um, and right. and um, it gives a, a good platform for mentoring. So it's really important that you, you talked about that too, Marianne. Alexandria, 20 years in in the club, that's fantastic. A lot of people don't stick around that long. Um, um, what keeps you coming back? Well, I think I basically have always done volunteer work. And when I moved to Morris County, I got involved with this club. And like every organization, you have a certain percentage of people who don't participate as much as others. And that's like a standard thing. But I always tell the ladies, don't cave into that. You do what you know is the right thing. So when you have that small percentage not cooperating and participating as they should, you have to keep your chin up and just keep going, you know, because otherwise go on. Then you might as well just stay home. <laughs> and I enjoy it. I do enjoy it. I, I love Marianne. She's like my little baby sister <laughs> over here. And uh, we have a group of very nice ladies, different, very diversified age group, which I think always makes it interesting as well. So you get different types of interaction from different women. But for me, I've never left and I won't leave. I'll do it until I can no longer move and then I'll have to give it up. So, but until then, you know, I'll always belong to the club and I want to always do what I can in the community. That's very yeah. sweet. There are, there are members who have been in the club from the very beginning. We have a few mm -hmm. members who've been in, the club was originally organized in 1962. Mm -hmm. And there were members mm -hmm. who were, so we, re, we had our 50th anniversary. Right. We had a little event. Uh, mm -hmm. to celebrate. But we do have some members who have been around for a very long time and have held a lot of different positions in the club and are kind of, you know, lay a little laid back now, but still do come and do participate as much as they can. Right. So they're I, honorary. We yeah. call them honorary members. They no longer pay dues. Everyone else has to pay dues. <laughs> uh, it's it's brilliant that that they can still be involved and um, they can still show up and and participate and it's it's good to be it's good to be there as a role model and have that um, that historical point of view uh, also like you know why things are the way they are and how things have changed over uh, over the course of of time. I mean, you guys have, have been doing this for, for quite a while. Um, what kinds of activities ha have you run over the over the last 20 years? My gosh, 20 years is year 2000. We've, we've run a, the gamut of um, fundraising from dinners to uh, having speakers. We had a psychic come and, and do a, an evening. Um, we've had, what else, dinners. We've had... Pasta dinner. Pasta dinners. We've done fish um, and chips. We did a treasure box, which was like an indoor garage sale where people came and and purchased things, and it was all in, um, you know, all focused on raising as many funds as we could so that we could disperse them at the end of our our year, our calendar, our year calendar year, mm -hmm. and um, lots of different things. But uh, but we do a lot of other activities that are not just. Within right within, but other activities like we do a garage we do garage sale every June, mm -hmm. um, which is a two day event usually for the town. The entire town is is invited to come. Blood drive in January every January, we do that. Those are two standard things we always do. The community is well aware. I have one project: breast cancer pillows. 
which I've done since April of 2002. It only stopped this year because of the COVID. The hospitals, of course, are not receiving those pillows. I deliver those pillows myself uh, to three different hospitals, three local hospitals. They're for women that have mastectomies or other types of things. It's called a comfort pillow. So that's like one of our ongoing projects as well. And Food Pantry is an ongoing project. We have donated along the line to the hydraulic stretcher for the first aid. We've given to first aid almost every year as well. Last year, I think was the only year perhaps we didn't because we're trying to, not last year, the year before that. I keep forgetting 2020. Who wants to remember that year, it was a difficult year. Uh, we have an, uh, an ongoing for several years, a bra collection, which enables, and I want you to know that this is also a national and international club. New Jersey is just the piece of the pie, so to speak. It's General Federation of Women's Clubs. That's the first, General Federation of Women's Clubs. And then we fall under that umbrella. And the abbreviation is NJSFWC, which is New Jersey State Federation of Women's Clubs. Uh, a few years ago, because of COVID there again, we couldn't do it this past year. Uh, Shock for Life, which actually gives vaccines in foreign countries. So we have contributed to that. We've contributed to Operation Smile. We've contributed to Wounded Warrior. We've contributed to Firehouse, local firehouse. Uh, also, Roots and Wings was something we supported. That was uh, foster children. You know, when foster children age out. So mm -hmm. that's a very wonderful organization. So all of our funds that we're raising are for local, but also some of these groups obviously are not located in Montville. So members come in with three suggestions. Each member is allowed to suggest three things that they'd like to donate to. Every woman. And it gets voted on. So if you get, you know, the vote, whoever gets the biggest vote, that's where the money will go. So every year, our year ends on May 31. We're from September 1 to May 31 of the following year. That's our cycle. And that's... Uh, that's what we have to do. We have to disperse out all of those funds that we raise for that year in that period of time. And the dues is $40. It sounds like you guys really have your act together. You guys have like a really well-oiled machine going, very organized. Well, it's, it's been, you know, it's been developed over time. And I think there, there was a blueprint from the federal federation and for from the, the New Jersey uh, mm -hmm. groups. So there are, there are, you know, there's a whole list of what we call it. Many things. We have so many things that I couldn't even remember all the things that we've done. Yeah. We've done even in one year, we probably do the minimum of maybe 20 different things, wow. different areas. Yeah. Uh, Girls Career Institute, which is very important for us. I think Marianne mentioned that. So uh, the counselors recommend students, the high school counselors. two students, the high school students, the counselors recommend the two students. They get chosen. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. They have a whole bunch of them that apply to try to go to Girls Career Institute. And then they go and they say it's a very nice, like college-like, in quotes, environment mm-hmm. for them to go and get the feel of what it would be like to be in a dorm eating in a cafeteria and then they have many activities and I think uh, that they one can of the, do yeah it's a, yeah. usually a Douglas college and one of the right. big things is is that they have speakers who come and present different um career possibilities right so they've had people from the FBI we've had attorneys I was asked to go one year and I spoke about being a speech pathologist and the the, the young women choose who, who they want to hear and they go so they have like a three or four day event but they do a lot of um um team building and a lot of awareness you know it's to heighten awareness about possibilities for career so it's really exciting we've had girls come back after they've done it and they all they've made lifelong friends and they've really felt like it was a positive and learning experience for, on so many levels. So that's really something that usually happens in June at the end of the school year. Um, it was canceled last year because of COVID. So we don't and we think it's canceled again for this year. Right. It's too bad. In Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really important experience for for young ladies to get exposure to um, to college and, and and to university like that. If you know whichever colleges they're they're um, thinking about, it's um, it's great that you give them that opportunity to to kind of get mm-hmm. an early view and get some access to the speakers, and that's really really great. Uh, I'm just zeroing in on a lot of the things that you've you've talked about the NJS. FWC is a mouthful. New Jersey, <laughs> New Jersey State Federation of Women's Clubs. That's great. Um, are, so on some of the ones that got canceled um, because of COVID last year, like um, the breast cancer pillows or the bra collection, mm-hmm. are you doing those again this year? No, this is ongoing. No, the oh. bra collection is ongoing. Ongoing. All these oh, wow. projects are ongoing. That's, That's what I'm saying to you. We're doing the shoes. We're doing the bras. We're doing the breast cancer pillows. I'm just waiting for them to let up and give me the word. I have pillows to accept them. So the places are not accepting the things yet, but we are connected. We can collect. So there's a lot of varieties, a lot of diversity in what people can, what members can get involved in. And everybody has kind of the thing that they enjoy doing the most or that they can participate in the best. So if people want to reach out to you guys and um, donate to one of these causes, whether they want to do Soul for Souls or if they want to donate a a comfort pillow or have um, uh, underwear or a bra to donate to you, how do they get in touch with you? Email. We have our email. That's one way. That would be the best way, probably. What is that email? Our email is Montville Township Women's Club at at gmail.com. Or we have a post office box, which yes. is box 696, and it's Montville, New Jersey, 07045. So they have P.O. box. They could send a note. Anybody can always call me. My number's out there all over the place, my cellular number, so it doesn't matter. Um, so they have three options, you know, that's, to do that's- that. That's great. I I will um, include the information um, in our podcast link so that when so that right. as people listen to this, they'll be able to they'll be able to get in touch with you for um, 
for making donations to the club. How about if people want to join, if there are women out there that are interested in, in taking part? We have meetings uh, every month on the third Monday of the month at yes. seven o'clock. We uh, pre-COVID, we always met at the senior house. However, we have a Zoom that we connect and we've been pretty We've gotten pretty handy with the Zoom, um, even though a lot of our members are not too computer savvy. We've gotten together with people like Alexandria and I are together a lot, so it's okay. And um, we've had other people who helped other. We can well, you could also do a, room, a phone Zoom mm-hmm. connection. And so the third Monday of the month at seven. Third Monday at seven. That's great. One of the biggest benefits about Zoom is being able to to meet with family, friends, and uh, teammates in. The worst weather um, or when you have a cold and a sniffle and you really just don't feel like going out you can still make a phone call and um, and connect virtually so I think it's it's something that um, might stick around for a while even after COVID's over I'm sure it will yes I think so um, and, and I'm glad you guys have gotten used to it. Um, it it's really a, an, an extra special tool that we have in our tool belt these days um, so third Monday of the month is the general meeting and the first Monday of the month is the board meeting and you guys meet between September and May, which is, is fantastic. Um, I want to talk a little bit about March. March is a special month, um, not just because we transition from winter to spring and we move the clocks and all of that stuff, but March is also uh, Women's History Month. And uh, this coming Monday, the 8th, is International Women's Day. Um, I want to talk about those two things specifically because um, as a as a women's group, as a women's club, um, benefiting more than just women, but women in particular, um, you guys have a, a special role in the community. Um, I, I think of it kind of like the um, the exit row passenger who's got the uh, responsibility of being able to open the exit door during a crash, if, if, if you understand what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, um, how, how do you look at your club's influence um, on women? What kind of special causes um, and, and special areas do you focus on uh, for women in particular and young ladies? Well, I think I think the support that we've extended to the battered women shelter and for the programs for the projects for um, collection of bras and the underwear and even the Girls Career Institute. Those are on different levels, of course, you know, from young people to people in transition and in, in dire situations. We've we've worked to provide uh, support any way that we can um, to help them move forward and to uh, manage whatever situation they're in at this time. And I think the club itself provides the members with an opportunity to develop relationships, social relationships, but also um, emotional and community-based relationships where they um, they use the skills that they have to support whatever goes on and whatever is needed in the community or in the extended community, you know, with the international group, things that we do. So um, there's a lot of different levels. It's everybody joins for a different reason, but I think the people who join are people who um, are anxious to be engaged and to make a difference, um, whether it's on a small level or a larger level. And 
the club allows you a lot of opportunities for doing that, depending on how comfortable you are with whatever you choose to do. So I don't know, that's kind of threads to add for, add for me. <laughs> because we have an arts and culture. So obviously everyone wouldn't want to share anything like that because that's not their thing. I, that's what Marianne's saying. We have various categories. Mm-hmm. We have had to cut back, unfortunately, on some of the categories. Because like I say, you get the smaller percentage of people that are um, not, you know, able to or don't participate. So we have the civic engagement, arts and culture. Then you have library, uh, not library, I'm sorry, education. So we have maybe six categories right now. You know, because people today, they'll join an organization, but not necessarily want to chair anything. Many women will say to me, oh, I don't mind helping you, but I don't want to chair. They don't want to commit to that. Then eventually when they get more comfortable, then sometimes I can convince them because Marian knows I can walk the walk and talk the talk and try to get someone to do something. You know, it's like a whole process, really. Mm-hmm. But the little bit of social that we have, because in May we install officers. Each officer serves for two years. We've met women with lots of different skills who bring, we have some people who are very good on the computer and some people who have sewing skills or some people who have organizational skills. So I think the club also, while we do for the community, it also helps the individual to develop and to become more confident in developing those skills that they possibly had lying fallow for a while or they weren't ready to do so when a person chairs and you have people helping later on they get more comfortable you know maybe taking on the job so i think for i think the women's club provides um provides members with opportunities to develop personal and interpersonal skills that really go beyond just volunteering it's just so much more than just um providing whatever Mm -hmm. you're you're really developing yourself and you're developing your relationships and your um your your own your own skills within the community so uh, and I think it's important and I think women have always been in this have for a very long time have been in a leadership position we've we learn that more and more when we highlight women who have uh, been at the forefront um I think about that movie about uh, NASA with mm. where it was a woman hidden who figures. really created right, hidden figures. That's hidden right. Figures. Hidden figures. Great an movie episode about it. it. Really- well, me and did? did an episode about it. Yeah. Uh, for the beginning of February, um, we talked yeah. about hidden figures. Fi- yep. Yep. Um, I, I'll send you guys the link to the, to the episode. Yeah, it was a one. It was a one. Oh, God, we'd love to see it. That'd be great. Also, I just learned the other day when I was on the radio that uh, it was a woman who created the windshield wipers for cars. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, my mother used to have a saying, necessity is the mother of invention. And I think many times women have, because of necessity, have created some terrific things because of the situations that, you know, that life puts them in. So um, it's great that there's a Women's History Month and it's it's great that women are aware of the that the community becomes aware of the fact that um, there are women who are very actively putting themselves out for 
not only their family and those that they know, but also for the extended community and other families and people um, and other people around the world who need help. And I think that's what the Women's Club really does. It really puts people in touch with other need of other situations where people are in need of their assistance and their support. That's it. You're absolutely right. A hundred percent agree with you. Um, will you guys be doing anything special for international women's day next Monday? We already have a civic engagement virtual thing meeting, which is quite a few hours on Monday. And we have to attend that. Historically, in terms of the organization itself, we do have in the state level a historian who is extremely knowledgeable woman, things that even after 20 years, there's just so much and so many women that have done such great things from the state of New Jersey. So um, maybe I could talk to her and get something else interesting and pass it along to you. I can't think of a, I can't think of a better way to celebrate uh, for, for, you know, for, to celebrate international women's day than by engaging in civil, in civic responsibility. So that's, it's not a bad thing that you guys have stuff to do um, and contributing to your community on, on international women's day just shows your strength. It's really yeah. great. No, it'll be, and it's a very interesting because they always have very interesting speakers. The state level always comes up with very interesting people. It, it sounds exciting, and it sounds like you guys could use way more uh, contributing members and hands and feet. Right. And um, yeah. hopefully, hopefully, um, you know, some of the folks listening to this podcast episode um, will be inspired by the two of you. Um, you're uh your stories and your um love for your community and your love for your club really come through i and i think um i think a lot of people would have a lot of fun by um by joining in with you guys yeah and you do and and it's an opportunity to really meet people on very different levels with very different skills and interests and you do make some lifetime friendships i think um and it, it really is a worthwhile expenditure of your time. Let's put it that way. You're really doing something that makes a difference in lives and in, in the world we live in. And I think that's really important because sometimes we feel like we can't do anything. But if you just reach out, you can find something somewhere where you can make a, a difference. And it's you, know, you may think it's a small difference, but to somebody else, it's very significant. And I think that's um, probably an important thing to know for Women's History Month that, you know, women have put themselves out there in very many different situations and they've made a big difference. And I think we all have that, uh, we all have that potential. We just have to tap into it and be open to, to try it and to give it a chance. People don't realize, I think, that if you didn't have volunteers, a lot of things would collapse. Because, for example, even in hospitals, Okay, you have a lot of volunteers in the hospital system. Without those volunteers, they fill in such areas that people don't even imagine. I mean, now 2020 just cleaned everything off the slate. I'm hoping, you know, that things will pick up. Everyone gets sure their scenes and I'm looking forward to meeting in person because some women uh, are not necessarily participating via mm-hmm. Zoom because they just don't want to deal with it. 
You know, it's, you kind of lose the interest. It's not the same meeting in person. Mm-hmm. It's just not. It's a hard skill if you're if you're not if you're not technical. It's a hard skill um, to and and you know some people just don't have the equipment um, to be able to do it. So I, I get that, and and I am looking forward to um, everyone having their vaccines and applying what we've learned um, out of. Um, out of all of this nonsense, out of all of this mess that we've had to deal with for the last year um, and taking it into um, a a better and healthier and happier 2021 or what's left of it anyway. If you could get us some extra members, we would love it because all the clubs over, you know, I think when the clubs started in 1962, it was a very different world, as you can imagine. Mm -hmm. And I think the numbers were a lot larger in terms of club members yeah but uh, our club is part of ramapo district which is one of the districts in in new jersey and a lot of the clubs have only 11 members or 10 members or 20 members so the numbers are important to a point as you know as before there's always like the four people who do everything and the other people kind of just are happy to be there and come you know and do Mm -hmm. as little as they can but to get more members would be wonderful because i think it would you know it would strengthen our ability to do even more. And everybody comes with new ideas. We're always looking for ideas for fundraisers and ways that we could support different you know, organizations or other, other, other community events or other community um, programs. That's why we, it would be great to have extra members. So I hope we can, by this podcast, maybe get some new people and some fresh no. blood. When we release the podcast, I'll send you guys the link and you can um, share it with your uh, share it with your team, share it with your families and your friends um, and um, let them share it, too. It's it's um, we we do the podcast as a resource for everybody in town um, to find out about. Uh, programs like yours, um, learn about people like uh, you, Marianne and, and Alexandria, because um, you're very approachable, very accommodating, and really, really genuinely nice people. I'm, 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 happy, I'm happy to have, I'm happy to have met you. I really am. I think, um, you know, now I have two more people on my list that I can call when I, um, when I, I need to talk to somebody. No, just be happy because, to provide you with any, and really, it's it's very nice to know that there are people in the community that you can approach, and that you know could support whatever needs kind of things you need too. So totally that's great. Agree. This was really very interesting. Thank you for the opportunity to tell you about our club and tell the community more about our club. That's really a nice thing, and hopefully, some people will be inspired to uh, get more involved. It's been my pleasure. Yeah. Okay. So um, with that, I will bid you both uh, a a good evening. Thank you so much for being on the program with me tonight. And um, we'll uh, we'll be in touch again soon. Thanks, Marianne. Thanks, Alexandria. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for the opportunity. Let's hope we get some members. Hope we can meet you again in person. In person. Have a great night. Take care now. Thank you. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye.